this is definitely a labor of love. Um, I'm recording this at the tail end of what I, um, uh, the, the podcast you're about to hear. But do me a favor, especially if you're a black woman that still wants to date and marry and have children. I'll, I'm going to, right after I'm done with this, I'm going to upload a screenshot um, showing like the pairings between the couples so you can visually see for yourself that you're better off as a black woman just dating out and up, you know, um, and yeah, so I'm going to do that on the next podcast. All right. So look for the podcast right after this one. I'm going to keep it short. I think I, I did most of the talking on the one hour that you're about to hear. Um, so yeah. All right. Bye babies. Good morning. It is 628 in the morning. Got up closer to 6 a.m., but when I tell you, I got the best sleep. Um, I've been trying... Okay, okay, so <laughs> I'll, I'll share this a little bit, and then we'll get into the topic at hand. Um, I've been taking fulvic acid, but um, I will share in another podcast uh, the benefits of it. And also, I'm almost doubling up my doses. I take some before bedtime. And because of the magnesium, it really helps with your liver, da 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 I'll talk about that another And I've been sleeping like a baby. So when I wake up right now, I am fully restored. And even though it's on, on the earlier side, I feel amazing. So, but anyways, um, as you can see on the thumbnail, this, that lady is so pretty, right? But I've seen two people... Um, two of my favorite content creators address this and um, I, I remember seeing it yesterday and I was gonna I wanted to just basically say what I'm gonna say now and I forgot and then I saw it again this morning and so I just wanted to give my little two cents on it you know oh um you know what should I play the clip um Basically, this young lady that's on the thumbnail, she used to be a matchmaker, matchmaker, and um, one of the things she's talking about is that uh, she noticed that high earning, okay, but not high value necessarily, right? But high earning, um, black men would deliberately exclude black women when they were on dating sites or when they were on matchmaking services, uh, with. I think he services. And so it was a contrast to black women just really specifically only looking for um to date black men and limiting their options to other other um I was gonna say genders, races. Um and this kind of reminds me of the same thing too. Like there was a it keeps coming up in my feed when I type in black women in the YouTube um, search engine, but it says like, oh, black women are har having a hard time finding sperm. I didn't even bother to look on it because the only reason I think that it's, it's, it's that, although maybe it's being a little irresponsible, but I already know if it, there is no limit of sperm at sperm banks. What it is, is they want black sperm. Listen, I believe that, that that is for your protection, right? Like, why why would you go with what's 
you know, going to give your child a fighting chance. Like, we limit ourselves in so many different ways. It's it's not even funny. And imagine getting to the point where you are going to go to a sperm bank, sperm bank. A black man didn't want you in the first place. Okay. And you're still going to go way out into the, you know, to that extreme to where you're you're wanting to, you know, go through that fertilization process and still pigeonhole yourself? No. And then you're not even thinking about what your child is going to have to go through. If you're going through BS, then why would you have your child go through that type of stuff? Like, if it's a daughter, you're going to put her in a scenario where she, you know, is we end up being prey to all of this stuff going on? Like, absolutely not. And then, um... So I want to say it's definitely a blessing when she was talking about how, you know, they can't find black men that make high, that are high earners. I'm like, good. I'm glad. I'm happy that they can't find them because here's the thing. I'm going to get, I already, we did the stats on this, uh, late last week, um, early this week. And I'm going to go over them again with you, but there's a, a lady on YouTube that, Pulled up some Pew uh, research stuff. I tried to find it a little bit this morning. Um, she didn't cite right off the top where she got it, but she does mention that she got it from a couple of um, sources. Um, here's she. Okay, so she pulled up two um, sources. It'll take me a, a while to find. Oh, you know what? Okay, okay. I think I. I think I know how I can find it. Okay, so I'll try that after I get off. The phone here, but she cites two um, research studies. One of them had a population of 6,000, the other one, um, not as much. So there could be some pushback on that. Um, but um, the studies show that the pairing of a white male and a black woman are more successful. Or or they tend to be more productive and and I'm talking about in terms of income and earnings, right? Um if it you know, versus a white man with a white woman, um, and a black man and a black woman are like way down at the bottom of the totem pole, um, in terms of let me see here. So when it contrasts to, um, here's the thing, I I probably will do one more podcast right after this one with the screenshot of the graph so you can look at it and see what I'm, I'm saying. So let me, let me step back a little bit. So a white man and a black woman, um, they're more successful than a white man and a white woman. Okay, and then when um the next one is a black man and a white woman um are more successful than a black man and a black woman, and there's also statistics out there that show that a black woman like earns in the negative when whenever she um is with a black man so um, and, and it's just those, that's what statistics show. Are there people who are going to be on the outlayers? Yes. 
it reminds me of um and I wanted to do a podcast on this too but my take on it is so different because there was a a woman that is wanting to sue or she was used as an illustrative purpose for illustrative purposes um against this billionaire and she's making less than living wages my thing is I kind of get it but at the same time if there's a basically I don't know I'll talk about it in another podcast <laughs> but um the the woman that was trying to make her point to the billionaire yes I think they should way pay way, uh living urgent living wages but at the same time why that's not the only option out there for jobs like find something else like even for me as um qualified with degrees as I am with experience um getting back out in there with the my credentials was like the that you know just on the rough side so it forced me to look for other streams of income right but but what was interesting about that illustration was that the woman was saying like listen by the time you pay her $12 an hour her rent is x amount she has to pay child support or child um babysitting she has to pay utilities, gas, insurance, um, if I didn't mention housing already, clothing, food, um, type of a thing, she would be in the negative $500. So you, you're working, but you, and, and no benefits. So you're working and you are actually coming out of pocket $500. So you're in the negative. And that's what the relationship is with black men and black women. So it's like, all of these um things in life when they when they use the phrase the rejection is for your protection that's the thought that came to mind when I heard it yesterday I'm like sometimes um I'm still debating if I should upload I did a podcast um giving an update on why I'm delaying selling my car a lot of you know that I'm kind of like showing you how my mind works when I when I figure out how to make my income and how to diversify it and whatnot. And it it can, it's a slow process. It's a day-to-day process sometimes, sometimes, you know, and so, but as I was getting a little frustrated because I'm like, I'm manifesting, you know, a full check of like reimbursement and selling my car right away and da da da. And, but because I held out, it put me in a way better position in the long run, right? And so I've had to condition myself to say, okay, if if I'm getting pushback, you know, something is going on that I can't visibly see, but it's going to work out even better than I can imagine. What? And then I start to explore other options and come to find out it's better. And I feel like that's what happened. That's what's happening with a lot of black women. You're frustrated because you are pigeonholing yourself into wanting to date a black man, right? So they're, according to you, they're not around you. So then you go on a website and then you type, you only check the black guy check mark. And so that, you know, they're not checking for you. So then if you really want to have a family, you're like, okay, let me go to a sperm bank and look specifically for, for, you know, sperm from black men. And just because of, thank God, thank Mother Divine, they're not as high at these um, sperm banks. Like, if other people don't want them, why would you want them to want that too? Like, no. Um, 
But that's for your protection. What if you were supposed to start to think outside of the box? You are way better off with, you know, your chances are so much better. And one of the things that um, uh, the person who covers this, these stats, one of the things she was saying is that even, you know how, you know how there's a lot of rhetoric out there about how, oh, you don't want to be a stepmom and oh, you know, second marriages are more likely to end in divorce. Second marriages are more likely to end in divorce. Guess which union defies those odds? The union between a white man and a black woman, even with both of them having previous divorces and having children, are still more successful in their pairings, you know, even against the odds. And so she brought up a fascinating point. She's like, if you knew that statistic, why would you even wait and second guess yourself, you know, um, way after you've had the kids and way after you've had a divorce? Just start off on the right footing, right, type of a thing. And, you know, I've heard different um, content creators that I listen to, they have different, like, they would date Asian or, like, Hispanic, um, I guess, are the other ones. What's interesting here, too, is that um, there's stats here on, like, white men with Asian women and uh, white men with Hispanic and white with black. Um, And then there's here with Hispanic men and white white women, Asian men and white women. Um, whereas for um for blacks, black only date look at for the for the most part you know um here is uh oh okay this must be this must be the one that um the population size. So this one shows predominantly black men with white women um or black men with black women and then the same thing for white for black women it's either they're with a white male or a white or a black male. Now I think it'll be interesting I um what year was this? Let me see. It's on the small size so I want to see but it's like Two zero one. I don't know. Not sure if that's an eight. Oh, from two thousand eight to two thousand eighteen, maybe. On her screen, it's not very clear, but I am gonna look it up myself too because, like, uh, where I am in Southern California, I want to say I see way more, um, like white men with, uh, black women than I've ever been seen, seen in my life. Um, and that wasn't the norm when I was growing up. So there's, you know, just visually you can see it, but also I've noticed that there's more pairings between, um, black women and Hispanic men too. Um, in fact, I I mentioned like one of the girls that babies used to babysit, she married successful, like she did, she did, you know, she done good. So happy for her. Right. Um, but I've been noticing that pairing too. Like even when you go to, you know, and, and part of it could be because these are more, remember part of what they're basing this on is like more successful in terms of earnings. But, um, I, I can say I noticed that difference more when I started going to more affluent areas. 
So when I started going to more um, places where you're more likely nine out of 10 to, to meet a person that is, has, is a high earner, that's where you start to see those couplings and that's where you start to see those pairings. So I don't know, y'all, I'm probably going to put something a little petty in the, in the headline, like black women are, I'm, I'm glad black women cannot find black men on, on, um, on dating apps or, um, at sperm banks, because that is for your protection. It's like, even with me, a a lot of, you know, I, I'm so finally, a lot of, you know, I went through a breakup couple years now and I had to rehab and restore myself right and I think having the knowledge that I don't have to get back into a relationship because I feel like a lot of it is societal pressure um and because I am aware of, uh, you know on a different level now when I talk with friends or people you re- recognize even much more how much they kind of you know it's normal for them to ask it and I have to assert myself and say no I am I'm so happy now, especially in contrast to how I, how things were in those relationships. It's like, why would I want to go and put myself back in that? And then if I'm honest, even like the friends that I do have um, that are in relationships, I would not trade my life with them. <laughs> it is not that serious. I can find so much more in other areas in terms of community and things to do and peace of mind. I I love the idea of um I don't remember who said it, but it was like you are competing with my peace of mind, right? And nothing can can trump that. But I'm happy they can't find it, but the, the next step for them is going to be how do you open up your horizons? What if you're being pushed to something way better? You know, you're trying to pigeonhole yourself in something that is statistically is not going to work statistically. And, and, you know, some people are gluttons for punishment. They're going to want to, you know, hold out. I really do feel like if I had this information at a younger age, oh my gosh, I would be so much better off. I still like the idea of not having to, again, pigeonhole myself into a into getting into another relationship but at the same time I remember there would be times like because I grew up in a predominantly white society type of a thing it would have it made sense I talked about this too like even when I was going to college um obviously going to school for my career my profession whatever what have you but there were when I think about it there were instances where it's kind of like if I had my eyes open, but it's like, I was so narrow minded. And what I'm going to say this too is, is that I'm glad in a way that is respectful because that used to be me. (laughs) That was me, you know, and still we, we still have a little bit of residue where it's like, we still have black women that are holding out, you know, you go to college, um, and you were narrow minded in terms of what you want then go into your profession and then in terms of what you want, you know, still remains the same later in age. Now you want to have children, even if it means you don't have a partner. And it's like, nah, there's, there's people out there that you can explore. 
part of the thing, it would be so interesting, you know, it's so interesting you get to a point where you realize there could be so many lives to live because if if I had it in me, I would explore the path of, um, and I say had it in me in the sense of like not courage, but like, you know, wanting to get back out there and date, it would absolutely be um, not black for sure. And and it would be, um, there was something else I wanted to say. It will come back to me. But I would definitely open up my options. And I feel like um, I would be willing to demonstrate like how it is to just go out there and and um, live my whole entire best life. Because there's so much more in common out there in terms of like degrees and values and stuff like that. Now, that being said... One of the concerns that I have, and I've heard another content creator mention too, is <clears throat> it's going to be an interesting shift because um, you want to pay attention, especially if you're coming from a background where you're, you've been narrowing your you know, selection to just black men. There's inner work that you want to be cautious about when you position over because you don't want to end up getting the same type of I'll I'll low-key mention this here and I don't know if it's true or not because I haven't seen anybody else really mention it and in the wee hours of the morning I can only take in so much content before I'm out on the road and then I'm getting home later in the day and then you know I kind of it's not a top priority but I heard there was rumors that um uh, I won't even, I won't even, I don't want to put her on blast like that, but because I don't even know the guy's name. So it wouldn't make sense to put her name out there and, and not even know the guy's name. But there's a, um, a music artist. And so she recently broke up with her black boyfriend, according to the rumors, but I've only seen it on one and one YouTube video. And it seems like they're more of like a gossip blog, but it like the way they were talking was kind of just they were pulling it out of thin air type of a thing. So, um, but there, she was saying that there were rumors. She did say there were rumors that this, um, artist was, excuse me, was, had now started dating a white guy. And at first I was like, it was interesting because at this point I've had to learn to be like, okay. I remember thinking, I'm like, well, I don't know anything outside about him outside of his profession and if I uh I, I believe he's a football player and it's a white guy I'm like okay he's attractive he's you know in the NFL that that means you know high earner but I remember in my little like a little part of my gut was like mm, I don't I don't there's certain categories of people that are kind of to me red flags NFL I when I think about but then again, when I usually think about like physical abuse, it's black NFL players that are like, they will, I just see them like pummeling you type of thing and the head trauma and stuff. But I, now that I think about it, I don't know how true that is for, you know, like with white men or whatever, what have you. But still, here's the hit, here's the issue. So that black guy actually just broke up with another black woman and it was reported that he made her pay for her own dates. He was stingy with the gifts and so on and so forth. So it's kind of like, 
why would she date that guy, especially if there's a, a car fax on him, a dating fax on him, a peen fax on him, that this guy ain't ish. You know, it's like it's one thing to for white guys to date black women, but it's another one for them to be everything that we wouldn't want in a black guy anyways. You know what I'm saying? So I just want us to be careful with about stuff like that, even moving forward. And I think that there is room for us to move better and differently like than black men have been doing, you know, um, and the stats are not good for, well, like I said here, it, it's, they didn't have pairings of black men with other races at the time that this research was done. I, listen, it'd be interesting to have another, um, Pew Research Center an updated one on it, especially with the changing demographics and stuff like that. But, um, some of this you even know it, it the pairing is it makes sense because if if black men tend to be lower um lower earners then and income is a key indicator to whether or not you'll get a divorce it's a contributing factor because it it doesn't take a lot for you to figure out you're going to be 50/50 so you already view your man through emasculated lenses right you're already 50-50 with this guy. The lights go out. And then now what they call nagging, <clears throat> what they call nagging is you asking them, you know, why didn't you pay the bill? Why don't you take on more hours? Why didn't you pay the other stuff? How could you let the light go? And so <clears throat> now you're pushing back. And um, you'd be surprised, like, even when you go to the Kendra G show, um, the, the other day there was this guy and he was just like, he wants a woman, but he doesn't want to hear her. Right. He's like, I don't like a woman that talks too much. Like, I'm like, well then go get yourself a doll. Like, it's probably much more affordable for you to do that. Like, you know, women can talk and we have feelings and we have personalities, <laughs> but you know, he, and, and he specifically said, I want a woman that can be seen and not heard. So it's like, you want every all the amenities that come with having a woman, the cooking, the cleaning, the, you know, sucking, all that, and and that type of thing. But outside of that, you don't give a damn if this person, you know, what they're going through in their life stages, in their career, with their family, with their friends, with their hobbies and interests. It's like, you just know that you want to gratify yourself. I'm telling you, it's, it's it, and, and it's kind of messed up because... I want to say that's all black women know, but this is definitely, if you're under the sound of my voice, like break free from that. There's stats out there that show that you're more likely to to have a more successful union and pairing with other outside of that, right? Because part of the whole reason is, is that, you know, for the most part, because I, I know we have our, our bonettas and bumquishes and whatever what have you but the funny thing is sometimes not always they will gravitate towards like the ratchet hood guy you know like a uh trailer trash guy but in their own way like they i've i have seen those pairings um and again it's funny because you know i'm kind of in between two different areas i'm more like in the suburbs middle income um, areas, although that's becoming more and more 
like the separation between middle class and lower class the middle lower class and middle class is getting the gap is getting wider um but um i've i've seen those pairings too and and you know for the most part they seem happy i feel like you're going to have you're going to have proclivities for domestic violence because of the way that xyz are and i'll close out with this that's part of the reason i'm i'm i wouldn't say hesitant but i'm not so quick to want to get into another relationship i've shared with you like even my my natal chart it says like oh your companion will be like later in life da 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 listen I, i'm going to tell you right now anything that is sent my way that's in you know black i'm just i'm not okay i'm just die alone I'm not doing it okay so just <laughs> um if if it's a you know i, I would entertain like hispanic or Caucasian, Italian type of thing. I've heard Persian, but I kind of worry about their. Um, I have seen like some of the places I go, young Persian couples, and I I don't know if I did a podcast on this, but um, I've seen one where the couple they looked happy. Um, a lot of like those types of couples come. I would say considering the, it's kind of rare to see them, but they come out and they. I guess like the family give some wedding gifts to go out there or whatever, whatever. But, and I was like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. They're so in love. I've seen like two of those specifically that stood, stood out in my mind. And then I saw, I shared the one with you that she was asking for help because her husband like had thrown her birthday cake at her face or something like that. But then, um, that was an older couple, but then, um, there was another young couple where the guy he kept like slapping her in the face and he kept, like it was according to him he was being playful but it, the first time he did it it made me turn my head and I was like that's inappropriate in a pro- public you know arena type of thing and then she kept telling him to stop so um she tried to calm him down and then he did it again and so she got mad and then he like grabbed her hands and pulled her in and stuff and was like and so at that point, I had taken off my sunshades and I was like, oh, no, this is going to be a problem. Um, like I was getting ready to get security to come escort him out off the premises and whatnot, because it's like you don't do that. And so he saw that I was like had gone into proactive action and stuff. And um, so he was walking off. But the rest of the time I saw them, she was like they weren't engaging. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he beats her ass. I'm pretty sure he beats her ass at home. And what's sad is that because they were so young and because it's like that culture where that marriage was planned from the time they were three is like, I felt so bad because if I was with another friend that was, that usually goes there, she would have pulled her to the side and been like, listen, if you need me to get you an Uber to go home, you leave, you know, and and or do not get pregnant by this guy right now. Make sure you have your career and plan your escape because he's only gonna heighten in his um in his domestic violence. And he already had the male pattern baldness coming in. Like he had kind of like an inch of hair all above, but you could see the little bald spot in there. Stuff so it has to do like with testosterone levels and you know, all the conflicts that are going on in their little minds you know, on top of like, plus I think part of it is cultural too, you know, he's been taught to, 
you know, keep her subjugated, publicly humiliate, humiliate her. And probably his parents and cousins and stuff got away with it. And so that was his initiation for her. But, um, you know, he wasn't successful at where I was. <laughs> but he's going to continue to do that. And I'm pretty sure she felt the wrath. And then it's kind of sad because... I I thought through the process and I like I said I wanted I just didn't have it in me to go and talk to her because you never know too what what, what can you do short of her listening to this podcast it's like all I can say is listen do not get pregnant by this guy make sure that you get your career you get your money you get out you know type of a thing because it's only going to get worse some people are going to come and say well you're escalating this this, this situation no girl you're in danger <laughs> You know, any time, especially like for how he laid his hands on her in public and he was already slapping her and you could tell it wasn't like playful. Like, I don't even think that's playful, but whatever. And then there was a gay couple that was sitting next to me. They were, it was two men. And what surprised me with that was that you would think that, I don't know, I, I, this is just me, maybe my nativity, nativity too, but I felt like. Even if they're gay, they're supposed to want to like help inter intercede, and so um, they didn't they didn't see anything like when because when when they walked off, she stormed off, and he was just like, he's like, I don't see what one of them said. I don't see what went wrong. He was playing with her, and I was like, so when I tell you these guys stay on bro code, don't matter if they're gay, tranny. Um, bisexual what's the, what's all the other ones all the alphabet l b g a b c d f g h k m l p q r s t u z all of them stay on bro code that was interest an interesting dynamic for me to see that too um but if i had told her anything one she don't know me from adam two she didn't ask me for advice three um it's kind of like okay well my parents my family selected this guy for me, we had this big old wedding. There's no way my family's going to tell me it's going to be an embarrassment to the family, you know, if I get in a, a divorce. So, and you could tell they were newlyweds, you know, the typical, you know, 20, 21 year olds getting married type of a thing. You, you, so I was just like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. So I say all that to say, like, if you're under the sound of my voice and you've pigeonholed yourself into just dating black men as a black woman and you but you want to have a family and you want to have kids, absolutely look out. You know, there are other communities that value marriage um, and family. And then what it's going to come down to is make sure that you understand, you know, um, how to identify that type of person as opposed to to looking for the the dusties in other communities, right? Don't go for like the trailer trash equivalent of um in, in the white community, right? Um but but not just in terms of income, but I think also in terms of like values and morals. I think there, I could probably think of a couple of examples. Well, like the one I mentioned with the music artist and the, the football player. Like, attractive guy, uh, successful. But I think one of the things about that's going to be interesting about the sisterhood, you know, the more aligned we become, 
excuse me, I, I've been trying to drive home how the sisterhood is different than the manosphere because, and it's very age of Aquarius because somehow for us women, we tend to be more individualistic thinking. Like we tend to stand more on our square and or on the manosphere square. Um, whereas men tend to be very bro code, very manosphere, like they will stick together group thing type of thing but with the women we can still be a part of the collective as women and be part of a collective of a sisterhood but we all have our little different takes and quirks on different things and I like it and I think it's okay and I think it's procurian so but we're not always going to agree on everything but one of the things that all of the sisterhood is going to agree on is what is a quality uh, man so and and I can, you know, I will either find data to back this up or data to debunk this. But it's like, because of the conversations we're having, um, we should get to a point where it's kind of like, it's a like the white NFL player. White women are not checking for him, you know, so he's a throwback in their community. And... We already saw how he treated other black women. So it's like he should he should listen. I'm one day I'm going to have some I'm going to have so much fun with this. I'm going to do like a little mini book like of um me as an oracle. But I want to see if I can make it to where like other women can have their own oracle cards of their own personalities and you fill it out over time. But one of my phrases would be I, and I have so many and I mentioned that before, but like that I would be like he needs to die dry AF I already see it that's gonna be one of my the cards like if you ever pull from my deck because it's like he shouldn't be getting play from white women he shouldn't be getting play from black women Hispanic women or any other women because he's a he is a person of poor character right um and so that's gonna be the big key I think that you know the conversations black women are having are important and so then it's like don't go into the hispanic community and then you end up marrying you know or like interested in a guy that doesn't have a lot going for him you know um so but yeah so but at the same time i will say this you're not going to get any lower than you do you know and again are there outliers yes you know, I think it's interesting too, and and then I really want to close out with this too because it is it's seven o'clock, and I want to leave a little bit earlier today because I have to go get gas before I go out. Um, Costco opens at I think it's at six or seven. I think they open at six, but um, and then I I'm gonna have a long day today. I'm not getting home until like maybe closer to midnight. So, um. I want to I want to start my day, give myself a little bit of a break before I, I get back out there. But um, what was I going to say? So I was looking at the stats. Yeah, you're not going to. OK, so he, here's what I was going to say. We are definitely in interesting times. I think we're on the definitely on the cusp of flushing out age of Pisces stuff. But even in terms of like um, trends and values, because. I talk about my frustration, like the church I used to go to when I was growing up as a child, a lot of the the black women there, 
beautiful women, right? Um, and I, I say, all of them, of course, you could, any anytime you have groups, you're going to have like the, you know, type that are not phenotypically, you know, blah, 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 and type of thing. But for the most part, beautiful, they're attractive, but they, um, we're, we're like really strict on our diets and stuff like that. So for the most part, they're on the healthy side. Um, and then we do have from different income levels. Some people have always stayed stagnant and some people are low class, but you, you have middle class and, and upper class, like professionals working degrees, you know, some of them you have them on TV or, you know, out in, in politics and stuff like that. Business owners doing very well. But what is so interesting, and I mentioned my aggravation with this is like even over the last um five years and going back, married and everything, submit, submit, docile, fit, friendly, feminine, um, in some instances, they're like the preference, like even back then they were considered like the Vanessa Williams types or, you know, type of a thing. These men still got the dog in them, right? The black on black pairings and they will still use you up, ha- let you have the kids and wait until the child is 18. And because you've been doing 50, 50 with them. They're on to the next. And then now they're with their with an Asian or now they're with, with a Hispanic person. Here's the thing. I I do think that there's a you have to have a sense of humor about this because it at the end of the day, any any pairing with a black man, when when they use the phrase you getting the same black man is it's not for nothing, right? Because again, the financial aspect of of things, I think a lot of their, the way that they think about it, like when you talk about scraping from the bottom, black the black men with black women, like why would you set yourself up for that? I talked a little bit about how you know there's several things that contribute to a successful marriage, right? One is usually marriage after the age of twenty five. Why? Because your brain has been fully developed, right? you stand a better chance, you make a better decision, you've experienced life at that point, you've probably finished college and are going into your, launching your career. Um, and if there's a smaller wage gap and also a smaller income gap, right? That that you're closer in age and income. Well, with black men, they don't make as much, right? They tend to mature a little bit later, which is across the board for all XYs. So, you have, you know, more than likely going to date up a little bit. Um, but if you have like white women out earning black men, there's that age, there's that wage gap, right? Um, and if you have them making the least out of all of them, as a man, that's not a good place to be because I, there's going to be some dumb guy that's going to be like, oh, well, women make less. Women, it, it's a man's world. We know that women, for the most part, make less. And the, the man that's supposed to be the provider is supposed to make more. I think it's also interesting to me that when you have a woman that's a six-figure earner, this is part of the, the, you know, I have my little things to nitpick with different people. But like with Kendra, she doesn't understand that it's healthier for a woman to ask for somebody who makes just as much or more than her because when you try to tell, talk her down into, you know, I couldn't tell, I could do sound bites for days 
um, the woman will say, well, at least a six-figure earner. And she'll say, oh, well, do you make that? And the woman's like, yes. And the woman will be like, I make 150, 120, 190, or going into seven figures, right? And then um, Kendra will say, well, well, what if he makes 90,000? Are you not going to talk to him? It's like she's trying to widen that gap, but that widening of the gap is part of what gets you in trouble. You know what I'm saying? And these are stats. This is not the time to be in your feelings or, you know, undermine the, the stuff. It's like, let's not do that. But doesn't understand what it, you know, like, like why make something into the pot? Why try to go, you know, lower than date, lower than 21? Why try to have a huge age gap? Like those things all contribute to, um, unsuccessful pairings and again some people will be like oh I know this one person that I met 10 years ago I saw them on the news that they okay if you want to go against all the odds then by all means but you even get to a point where you start to try to gravitate for the the path of um what is it the the path the the path of least resistance or the path of less resistance it's like why would you want to put things on your plate that are going to make it more difficult. But anyways, um, I'm going to log off. I'm pretty sure I'm going to put something petty in there. But again, that's for your protection, right? Because now it's going to help you think like it's almost like one of those things, like definitely very much eagle's nest where it's like, you know, when the, the more the baby eaglet grows, then they intentionally made the the nest with like the thorns because once the soft stuff starts to fly out and the baby eagle becomes a little bit more heavy it starts to feel the pressure of the the thorns from the nest that that's how um eagles make their their nest and so it forces the baby to be like so uncomfortable that he wants to like jump out and try to fly and the parents are there to catch him and it's kind of like these are little pressure points and things to make you, you know, that are there to help you. I talk about how the experience of a black woman is so phenomenal because we come here to experience things on so many levels. And I feel like sometimes we we, we become stagnant and sometimes we do need a, a green light. It's not good to always depend on motivation from external, but sometimes um, you need that little push or that little breath of inspiration. But those are like little thorns, all of those little things like having to be 10 times better in your income and on your job and what you do in your academics and and having to question yourself in terms of what you feel is beautiful for yourself. And, you know, even even like the health thing, like the fighting the obesity thing, as much as it sucks, it's like, OK, if you know that, how do you push yourself to be even healthier and how you, um, another thorn is like, what does it mean for relationships? How bad do you want it? How important is it in this thing called life? Do you need companionship? What does companionship look like? Does it only have to be one race or, or can you explore what those, and so all of those are little pressure points that other communities, I, I, I did a podcast, um, 
And in it, I got a aha moment because it's like um, it was from I was listening to the song "Slave to the Rhythm" by Michael Jackson. Y'all know I love listening to his music. Don't agree with all of it. Hey, listen, I some people could come for me on that one. Um, I don't listen to it as much as I used to. Um, but one of the things I I heard in that song was just kind of like how when she realizes that she's more than a muse and she's more than um than a dancer and cooking his food and cooking and cleaning and taking care of the kids for this, for her slave master, the minute she understands her value, that's when she tries to escape. And so she had all of these pressure points of somebody breaking her back in terms of her performing for him and, you know, all of these confines of cooking, cleaning, having the children, taking care of the children. It's like, it afforded her the ability to break free. And you have to go through a certain thought process to want it to get to the point where you break free. There's a lot of people out here that are happy, like that haven't done the inner work to figure out how beautiful life is, right? Um, especially when you kind of uh, consider that all is mind, right? They haven't had the chance to retrospect and say, you know, if if you go through life where people are just handing you stuff it it's it's a false sense of comfort or ease because it feels good for me to know that if i go into a certain environment i know that i can work my way around it i've had to prove that time and time and time again right um in so many different ar- arenas and but oh excuse me um but if you go through life and and you're just given things because you're pretty, you're attractive, or you're of the same race, it's like you don't really get to figure out what is companionship, what am I here for, what is family, what do I value, how do I find like-minded people, what's important to me, how do I pursue my my hobbies, my likes, my interests. And really hone in. It's like the opportunities are there for you to hone in on your, um, on who you are as a person. And I think that that's a very unique place for black women. And like I said, um, it can be good and bad. I feel like you, Age of Aquarius is going to, is supposed to be such a beautiful space. If you can transition, if you can, if you are like rigid and you, you know, fixed, um, which I have fixed, I have, a, I have a, like pretty much half and half water and fixed. And so, um, because I, I, I understand better. I'm like, oh, you have a propensity to kind of, you know, be narrow in this area. And then I have to be very careful to make sure like, okay, is this worth dying over? Is this worth you know, you being 10 toes down or can you bend a little bit and can you waffle a little bit or mold or bend and, and take something on better or, you know, type of a thing. So those are my thoughts. Let me get back to what I was doing. I have a little bit more time to just rest my mind before I I head out in these streets, y'all. Have a beautiful day, you know. Um, and if you have pressure points in other areas of your life, uh, I, I probably will go ahead and upload my podcast where I was talking about, um, 
some of the stuff going on with selling my car, not if, but when, and how it allowed me to kind of um, have an even better um, outcome. And sometimes that's how real life is. We we set goals and it's kind of like if it was up to me, I would have been done and by the beginning of the top of the month. And now it's the 18th of the month, but it's like the outcome is so much better. And I told you like one of my platforms wasn't paying out for about three to four months. But in essence, you know, um, because they didn't, but thankfully, you know, because a lot of other platforms have been on the fold or do rug pull, they're going to pay us retroactively as is the right thing to do. But it because it, sometimes people worry and type of thing. But so but because if I if I was getting that money, I would have spent it. I would have spent it, but because it's going to be retroactive, I've already decided that I want to put it into like the Google ads and the video look, and then I can still sell my car. And, but then now that the income from the car can go to buy a car for my niece, I really could have given her my car, but the thing is it's a little too fast and high risk and the color is not safe for, for a new driver and it's low and and all this other stuff. So I will just sell that car. But because I'm getting a lump sum, um, then I'm going to use that. That will allow me to keep my car a little bit longer because um, for one, I do like driving it. And then for two, like my parents' car, um, they, they're coming back from vacation for a little bit. And so I just rather... You know, I don't even though they're only going to stay for 30 days, like I have things to do, places to go, people to see. And so I'm I'm thankful because I would have if I had kept my timeline, I would have sold my car. And then, yeah, it would have been like, you know, 30 days or y'all already know I'm a germaphobe. So if I don't like getting on buses, then ain't no way I will be Ubering and lifting. I just ill. But um, but it, it all worked out. But, I, you know, it was that that, that delay that allowed me to see my opportunities more. This has happened to me time and time and time and t- so many times. And that's why when I was going through it, it's kind of like there has to be something better. There's something I'm not seeing that's happening behind the scenes that's going to be better than what I'm I'm trying to push for right now. And sure enough, it happened. And I think that, that that's how it is when I say the protection is for the rejection is for the protection, right? A lot of times it can feel like you want to be like, no, black man, like I want your sperm. Black man, I want to marry you. I'm successful. You're successful. Let's do this. Or like, don't, don't go, you know, passport boys, don't leave. No, let them go. Like energetically, spiritually, whatever you believe in, like this is for your protection. And so once you start to understand that, now you can move different. There's a whole different fulfilling life out there for you. And I if you are narrow-minded when it comes to that, and I, I illustrated that in this area, you're going to be narrow-minded in so many other things, right? Because I, I talked about how you're probably going to be single the way that I am, right? Because all throughout life, when you were younger, and going through college and in your profession, just black man, just black man, just black man, right? 
And then you get to the point where you go on these dating apps and you're still not finding them. And then you finally decide, like, I've even gone through that thought process. I'm like, well, I do want a child. Um, but the funny thing is, I, I think back at that point, I would have been like, well, then at that point, I'm just going to not pigeon my whole, pigeonhole myself. But I feel like, um, yeah, this is an opportunity for you to just expand the way that you think about things and open yourself up to other cultures, you know, and or you might just go the route that I do. I Listen. No XYs for me. I'm so happy right now. Um, I'm not going to let myself be. Uh, I don't plan on having children. So it's like. The, at this point you're competing with my peace. You know. And my peace level is so high. That it's like. I don't need. To go through any type of. You know turbulence in my life. So. And I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm perfectly fine with going the Golden Girls route where probably going to have a, a huge house with some girlfriends living there with me, you know, and their excitement from their life, have my things going on. I have family, you know, that I still engage with and a couple friends that I could see myself getting old with and so many things like I want to have my own art studio and still be creative and still active and, you know, still do cruises. One of, I have a new instructor, um, and it's an older lady and, um, but she is so dynamic and she's, she is like, oh my gosh, girl, we went on this cruise with her girlfriends and she is lit. Like she'll be like doing pelvic thrusts and stuff like that and like flirting with the young boys, like that type of energy, um, type of a thing. And you could tell that she just tries to take in life as much as possible. So it's like, you don't have to be tied down or bogged down, you know? And even if you decide you want to have children, I feel like it's so much interesting information to come out, even in terms of children starting to understand that they're probably better off with one parent than having both. But hey, that's a stretch, you know, um, type of a thing. Uh, but we're all here for different life lessons and to kind of just figure out what we want out of life, you know, because if as I'm closing out at the whole, you know, one hour, if you're figuring out what you want out of life and you want a successful union, the stats show you, you know, it's not going to be the black on black thing. At which point you can be salty and be like, God, why didn't you make me a... Well, you're actually in one of the best positions because when it comes to um, even with white women... They tend, the white and white pairings are less successful than the white and black pairings or white and Hispanic and white and Asian pairings. So you'd want to come back as an Asian woman, Hispanic woman, or stay as a black woman, like, you know, and and just date out. All right, (laughs) y'all. That's my two cents in 60 minutes. I've been getting some hella good stretches, y'all. Yesterday I tried Q Gong meditation. It's 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 a it's a light form of yoga. And I feel so good. And she was doing the singing bowls. 
Um, but it, it taught me that um, the more intense version is Tai Chi. And you don't really hear a lot of people talking about Tai Chi. But um, I will start off with Qigong. I'll go to a couple more sessions of, of that. And then... Um, and then work my way up into more yoga Pilates and check out Tai Chi too. So, oh, I, it was so, she was such a good instructor. I just love her so much already. And, um, I'll share more with you on that on another podcast. All right. Have a beautiful, amazing day until the next one. Bye.